You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's your friends at Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. How about that Super Bowl? Wow, what a game. (laughs) So exciting. Uh, Excellent game. What a blowout. (laughs) What was your favorite commercial? Oh, man. The one about the trucks. Or the one about the beer? It was the uh, quarter time show with Little Dicky. <laughs> that's a thing that's going to be after the first quarter. So, oh, really? nice. Really? You mean was after the first quarter? Yeah. I, In the past. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I, it happened. I couldn't hold the illusion. Was it, is it, uh, what's, is it going to be on FX or what are we doing with? I don't know. It, I I don't know. I just saw it cross my Twitter feed. Hmm. I did not understand how all the, the playoffs were all on CBS and Fox and the Super Bowls on NBC. It's like, what? What is he? Yeah, even... it, it rotates. I don't know. I'm just glad it's on something I can buy the well, app. Yeah, it's but not... I, can, I can get Peacock for a month and watch the Super Bowl now. Well, I'm actually, uh, I'm working. Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> yep. And uh I mean President's Day weekend. Right, President's Day weekend. Yeah. For some reason we're Who's gonna be buying mattresses that you Oh, it there? gets better. It gets better. <laughs> well, what if no... there's a big like million dollar commercial buy-in that you had and everyone oh. rushes out and leave the game's such a blowout, everybody I'll rushes be... out to the I'll be sitting there waiting. Wow. Nice. Nice. <laughs> That's about stupid. Just go yeah. home. Nobody yeah. is going to know if you lock the doors at six and go home once it, a Super it's Bowl. It's the silliest thing ever. So, yeah, I was off. I was off all last weekend and uh, got Friday and Saturday off this week, but working Super Bowl Sunday. So, go figure. You'll be home by halftime. <laughs> so. We're recording this a few days before the big game. Like I, I'm rooting for the Bengals. I, I don't have a dog in the fight, so I'm yeah. we're Ohio boys. I'm go Bengals, go Joe Burrow. That's that's delightful. Sure, I, I'm very happy for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Local guy, watched him play in high school. He was amazing. Um, but bottom line, <laughs> I can't. But. I can't do it. I cannot root <laughs> for the Bengals. I cannot root for the Steelers. I cannot root for the Ravens in any situation. I, okay. Well, my I I totally feel what you're saying. The Steelers and the Ravens are a totally different story to me. Yeah, I, I that I, I, I can I, I can understand the Steelers. Yeah. That the Steelers and Ravens, no way. At all, ever. Yeah, but the Bengals, I hold, I, have, sl- I hold differently. They're I, they're like the 
they're like the other good guys that I I just don't. They're not my good guys. I I don't hold the hate for the, for Cincinnati <laughs> that I hold for for Pittsburgh and Baltimore, but I just it's, I, I I just can't bring myself to do it. So I'm very happy for Joe Burrow, and I wish him the best. <laughs> but but I'm going to be selling mattresses. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I'm going to be selling mattresses. So no, mostly Reds fans are also Bengals fans. If you're a Cincinnati fan, you're same as Cleveland. Yeah. You know, every team in Cleveland. You know, so I just I don't know. The football genes get me. I, I was I, I liked it as a kid, and I say what my one of my strongest memories of football of all time is that game in 1991 against the Bengals where Bo Jackson got oh. his hip ripped out. And I remember yeah. watching that and seeing him fall and be like, get up, Bo, get up. I loved Bo Jackson so much. I was like, that didn't look too bad. He'll be fine. Right. And he never <laughs> played again. So I, so I should have some animosity against the Bengals. Like they wrecked my favorite player. But... Yeah. Cause your brothers are both big Raider fans. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason we got, we got how that full of Raiders. Fans. I, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. The real big game this weekend is Dragon Age. Ooh. It's a Dragon Age tomorrow. They, uh, I can spoil it now because they'll have already yeah, played they won't it by know. the time. That, they don't, but, do they even listen? Yeah. <laughs> they'll have played <laughs> it by the time that they would even hear this. But they, uh, they had been in that one town and the dragon attacked and they... The bad guy designed a trap to help him catch the dragon, and so they had to let him go. Well, they're returning to that town this week, and they don't know it, but that guy wants to get revenge on them, and he he is going to attack while they're there. And I'm going to send you two a picture. And anyone who wants to see these shots, just go to our Facebook page. I'll post them after the fact but i have one pre-shot here so when these guys walk in and after they hear i'm gonna blast a big explosion through the speakers and then make them leave the room while i put this setup in <laughs> but uh try to send this to you i'm proud of this one this will set up i'm getting better and better at this i think so this is what they're gonna walk into I'm going to say that, that that building that the dragon had demolished, they are going to, they, they rebuilt. They're going to show back up and you can't see the pick. Wow. Is that like, looks like cotton balls or what? It's like, a, it's like polyfill, like you would mm, put in a pillow mm, or something mm -hmm. with LEDs underneath it mm -hmm. and stuff and spray paint. So are we going to get a little uh, return of the clip? Clattenburg, uh, oh, he's uh, he's with, with him, it? man. Oh, he's with him. That's all I need. It's gonna be Clint Clattenburg started the fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think they'll like that. They walk in the room, be like, "What the hell?" Hmm. Fun times. I like that you make them leave the room. Like, I have pocket doors, so like we set a table. Uh, and then whenever we get to a point where they have gotten in a fight or something, I I have the whatever setups like at the top of the stairs mm -hmm. to the basement behind that pocket door. And then I make them go out in the living room, shut the pocket door to the kitchen, set it all up, let them back in. 
Because when you said that, I was picturing them all standing in the bathroom together, like huddled up. <laughs> yeah. I just slide the door shut, and they huh. uh, didn't, let them, didn't let them come back in. Go mingle around in the front yard. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not knowing what's going on and being <laughs> a big mess that needs better writers, uh, is that a good segue? Sure. We're going to talk the finale, last two episodes, Book of Boba Oh, we didn't talk about the penultimate episode. We are, we are two behind. For some oh reason, it was gosh. seven episodes, an odd number. Yeah. That's good timing for us. Just wrapped up this week. So we're going to spoil Book of Boba Fett if you haven't checked that out yet on Disney+. Plus. So episode yeah, so... six was the big one uh, directed by Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. We knew it was going to be big when, when they announced Filoni was uh, behind that one. So. so We had just had an episode all about kind of a side quest of the Mandalorian. We're like, okay, now back to Boba Fett. And we weren't quite there yet we still had some other history to dig through so this was the one where uh he he leaves off and he says he's gonna go he has to go see a little friend or something of that nature and then that we immediately to my little friend <laughs> we, we pick it up and uh and he's he's coming across a uh planet side and immediately get that little that that little antenna that you know raising a beacon to him bringing him in and uh, one thing yeah old r2d2 and i was pretty excited because i think everybody that would watch the show immediately knew what that who that was and what was happening and there was a good chance immediately that we were going to see some people and and uh we get we get some ant bots and building building uh, a new jedi school and so uh, this okay, so am i correct this is the school that will later factor in with this the whole the, thing with kylo ren yeah. and all the students and the, so luke doesn't have like a bunch of students yet this like grogu would have been his first is that the idea yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely so okay. yep so r2 shuts down We'll throw back to the Force Awakens, and uh, they those ant bots build him a bench. Mando <laughs> has a little seat, takes a little nap, wakes up, and uh, man, man, I, can, uh, I can respect R two if he doesn't want to deal with something, he just goes in sleep mode. That's a, oh, it's just like <laughs> he's a patient Mandalorian because I'd have been like, whatever, I'm blasting you, you <laughs> ignoring me. You could have stayed awake. Two more seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you know, Din Djarin has a history, not like in droids anyways, but yeah, even waves his hand in front of there and he's like, you know, wake up. What are you doing? And uh, then he wakes up and we see Ahsoka. You. I didn't expect to see you here. I'm an old friend of the family. I thought you weren't going to help train Grogu. I'm not. 
Master Lucas. Then what are you doing here? That's my question for you. I'm here to see the kid. That's why R2 brought you to me instead. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a little conversation, which was neat. It's nice to see She's her trying back. to discourage him from engaging with Grogu. Mm-hmm. He's going to miss him. You know, I uh, thought Rosario Dawson did a really nice acting job. Um, to you know, to have a new actress playing such an established character from the Clone Wars, you know, in animated form. So, even though we got some of her last year, I mean, she looked the part, but I, I thought in this episode she really kind of had the, the mannerisms and the attitude and the way of speaking. Um, was much closer to the animated, you know, to the... I did not have any kind of hang up even last year. I remember people talking about this last year, like they're so hung up on that voice actress. I was like, I watched that whole series and I could care less. <laughs> I, I mean, just like, give me a break. Well, it, it's I, not, I think... what is this attachment to this voice actress? It's... Like she was fine. Yeah, she, she wasn't was the, a goddess of voice acting. Come on, the, the attachment fans... is not Jedi should not have attachment. Exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's like we're going live action now. Don't worry about her. But that girl couldn't be that. She would her. tell you she's not a Jedi. Um, no, I think, I think the fans just they've over the years grown attached to her because she is a fan because she went off and started you know a clothing line featuring tons of of star wars you know high quality star wars merch and she has interact kept the interaction up with the fans through that through the disney parks seth and i whether he probably doesn't remember but i have a picture where we saw her in a parade you know way back in 2009 when she first uh, was doing it and she's just you know she shows up at lightsaber meets in in uh galaxy's edge and she just interacts with them so they naturally you know they feel part of the they have attachment to her because they feel part of the club with her so it's like there's not in a million years she could play this character live action so it's just like i uh, not today it's no. like she rosario dawson looks the part does the, the of course she's a good actress yeah she did I thought, she, like she's very good i I mean, she still sounds like Rosario Dawson to me, so I don't know what the hell any mannerisms or anything. She's just well, her just kinda, being a, the way the way what I mean was um, the way she stood. She uh, she kind of you know crossing the arms or putting an arm on a hip or she there was the posing a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Looked you know very familiar. Um, and that could be Filoni, the that could be Filoni behind the camera, yeah. right? Right, those touches. So, anyway, yeah, she's good. She was are good. Her and, are her and Luke doing it? I don't know. That'd be weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she hung out with his yeah. dad a lot, but right. Yeah, it'd be weird. But Luke looked great. He looked a million times better than he did last year at the end of Mandalorian season two. Looked great. 
yeah, it's definitely an improvement there, visually. Yeah, they're still a little uh, in the voice, um, you know, matching the voice up to the to the mouth a little bit here and there, and, and still, you know, I know they're it's Mark Hamill's voice, but there's there still are little parts where I'm like, it just doesn't sound quite right. Well, it's not. It is, but it's not. It, yeah. I, I found out it's not. Like he did nothing for this. They made that voice entire, oh. entirely from his old recordings. So he didn't record anything. For no, it. he didn't record oh, okay. anything. This is all a synthesized voice they that made from from old stuff of him. It's like, geez, the guy's alive, you know. <laughs> right, and, so and a seasoned voice actor. Exactly. Yeah. Like he is known have, for being a great yeah. voice actor. So, like, ha- why have him on there sounding weird when you, the option would be there? Yeah. I, I unless they're just like, let's he ain't gonna be around forever. Let's start getting practice now. <laughs> but I thought, um, boy, because we're I gonna use him forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can now. Um, and I did see it was a different stand in for him than last year um i know the guy that played him last year uh the double for him was was one of the x-wing pilots there a few episodes ago but but i guess for this episode fans send him death threats and run him off worst stand-in ever but yeah i mean it did it did well enough for me to you know make it mostly believable at least in the story and uh, visually i thought it was great <laughs> i mean there were a few little instances but they were all totally screwed so just any video evidence you see and the 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 uh crazies are gonna forever we're done no no i saw a video that yeah obama can, did this to a you know <laughs> yeah you know, it's can, just like where technology is rapidly if it you saw one year what it went like yeah how how much better they got in it well they had hired that youtube guy last or six or nine months ago yeah the guy that did better than them the first time (laughs) right so they they put him on the payroll and and i guess said you know make it as good as as you can and i thought it was pretty good it cracks me up whenever you see anything online that people doing that the face thing it's always tom cruise <laughs> they're always like it just seems like every time they're like look tom cruise was doing this tom cruise was doing this. <laughs> it's like do somebody else all that so, deep fake stuff is scary yes because like you said now they can we've gotten to the they're, point where we can make anybody say anything and there's so. too many dummies out there that will just believe everything yeah, i mean we've seen. already you know objective reality has gone out the window already right. Yeah. Now, if there's visual evidence, like how are you going to convince anyone of anything? Right. Right. Anyway, back to this. So, what stuff. did that? What did that do for you? Seeing Luke and a young Grogu training. We had the the, the trainer yeah. droid, the remote, the the backpack. backpack. We, I mean, what, what? Where did that hit you? And the nostalgia. It did. I mean, honestly, it did. I was just like. I was more stunned they were doing it more than I was like just loving. I wasn't like thinking this is great. This is what I want desperately. It was more like, wow, they are just going for it. Like mm-hmm. not at all what I was thinking I was going to see. Like if I would thought I was going to see Luke, I would think I would see the amount I saw 
the previous year. I didn't think I would see so much I mean, and it shouldn't. The, the show ended, oh, he's going to go train with Luke. Cool. And I'm like, whoa, we're getting thought, footage of him training with Luke. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You never would think you were going to see that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Cooper and I were, we were talking about it. Um, we were painting today and uh, this afternoon, and we were kind of talking about, you know, just how the show wasn't the best thing. The book of Boba Fett wasn't the best thing in the world, but it or Filoni at least, or whoever has done a really good job with this, the Mandalorian and the show of incorporating, you know, the, the larger stories all together. And I know Jordan, that's not his favorite thing all the time that everything has to connect to something, but um, Cooper and I were talking about like, you know, they've taken Luke Skywalker, you know, that I grew up with. They've taken Ahsoka Tano that he grew up with. And now in the same episode or the same scene, we have Grogu, who is, you know, the, the kids are all focused on, you know, he's the big new thing with the young kids now. And they've put them all together, which is kind of a neat thing that Filoni's done and just uh, and connecting the different eras together, but but making it a, a one solid story and giving us everybody going crazy over you know these little one-liners that they put out there but but if nothing else it's done that for me i I was having similar thoughts because i I heard somebody refer to it as you know the marvelization of star wars where one thing leads to the next and everything's tied together and i was thinking like i have no problem with that with the marvel stuff Mm -hmm. more continuity you know cameos throw it in all that like I'm all for that. And I don't care if, you know, the, the guy next to me understands what's going on. So like I can see if you're as as into Star Wars as I am into Marvel, I get that's where you are and like yes, let's make everything a tight bundle of continuity and everything. But like to me it was like I was just kind of enjoying the show about this cowboy going from downtown <laughs> doing stuff. Yeah. Like now yeah. I got to learn what all this is and I got to remember we got to tie back to the prequels and the cartoons and the future movies and all this other stuff. So like, yeah, I, I, I get it. I get where my, you know, it's, it's, they're they're. I don't know that they're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. but it's just like, Oh, I was kind of enjoying the other thing. Now it seems to be a different thing, which is the, the mainstream thing that everyone's doing. So I guess I'm, I'm the one out of step. It's not, it's not the show doing. Well, you know, they partly uh, a few years ago they started to do something a little different when they when they they were like, oh, we're gonna do the Star Wars story movies. You know, they did Solo. I really enjoyed Solo. Um, it wasn't. It was attached, but loosely attached to everything else in a way. And the same thing with Rogue One. I I love Rogue One, um, even if it's kind of a mess. I just really enjoyed watching that movie. So they kind of started doing that where things were loosely, you know, there were some characters in there, but, but it wasn't real tight together. And then we, with the Disney plus shows, they went and kind of gotten away from that a little bit. Now they're, they're tightening everything up a little bit more, but I think that's partly really a really strong show. Ahsoka can show up or Cad Bane can walk in and the fans can flip out and be like, yes, this this is a payoff to something I've loved for years. Or it can make sense to someone who's just now watching this for the first time. Right. So, like, I, I 
and that's where I'm not sure if it's 100% succeeding. I feel like I'm missing something. And I, I feel like Marvel does a pretty good job. The fans love this guy and this guy and that guy. They may not know how it all ties together, but there's there's still a – and maybe that's – Star Wars is a little more complicated. Marvel maybe simplifies it. I, I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. So what happened? We're uh, we're <laughs> going pretty slow through this. Episode. Yeah. So uh, we get Yoda backpack. Run, run, jump. I can be a backpack while you run, 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 jump and stop. Uh, seen Luke running through the forest, doing the same, you know, the same movements, the same flips, and all that. Uh, he stopped do all the work though. He's yeah, he's still gonna do all the work. Looked like Luke was training again. But then, well, yeah, that's true. But then we also get him, you know, that whole jumping thing, you know, yeah. which is more, I guess, is more of a, like Luke said, it's not so much training him. It's just reminding him of what he's already. What's that supposed to mean? Why do, why, why do we think he's been trained before? Because the character is 50 years old. Grogu yeah, but, is 50 yeah. years old. Well, I know that, but he, we never were led to believe he'd knew anything before well i think well, that's this, what this flashback we got this episode right the, yeah that order 66 and all that stuff does that what so what does that mean well yeah, he, he was, was in the, that was he like, was being trained at some point yeah yeah he was at the jedi temple mm-hmm. um so you know we, I, we, that that part was very very definitely to tie him to din Djarin again like they both have the same like origin of mm-hmm. being the baby <laughs> that you know when yeah. the the big attack happened and somebody saved them you know so who's supposed to have saved him then i don't we don't know um well i'm asking who you think uh, i really don't know because i've heard several names of different jedi names but i you know as far as i know it was that old lady librarian swooped in and snatched up his backpack because he looked like he was in a backpack then too. So I mean, could it be Yaddle? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Is this how we work Yaddle in? <laughs> That's the payoff we all want. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So, anyways, so at this point, this is post Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Luke rescued his father, stopped the Empire, like, but he he's still teaching the old ways. He's still Old Testament, Luke, about don't form attachments. You don't worry that I have a sister and all these friends that I love, and I, I redeem my father and save the galaxy through love of family. You shouldn't love anyone. Like, it was a weird... Well, wait, or is that a test? Did he pass the test ultimately by choosing his friends just like Luke did? Eh? So he, you think he might be showing one way, you know, showing the. Yeah, I mean, that would be very Yoda ish yeah. of Luke to teach, some, you know, some weird, you know, uh, counter to what you think the message is, trying to. Uh, get you to make the right decision i guess you can read if if you if you've watched the sequel trilogy and all this and still love luke i guess you can read it that way or if you feel like 
they've ruined Luke. They've destroyed my Luke. But you, you might read it the other way. So maybe, yeah, we'll, I love we'll my Luke. I, I think that they, I, I really, they, I'm sure I've said it too over the years. Like where, where, yeah, I love the Mandalorian and how it was just this one story for a while. But I like all this stuff. And they've got Skywalkers have a stranglehold on Star Wars. And, <laughs> and I'm fine. I'm fine with that. That's my, that's my Star Wars, you yeah. know. Yeah, so I like when they get away from it sometimes, but yeah, still, I'm the same. I, I like it either way. Um, I don't yeah. like when it is just ooh, ooh I've seen that before, mm-hmm. but I do like when they tie in, like you're, like you're saying, I liked it with Marvel. I like it with this when they tie in these things that I paid the you know that I spent hours and hours watching the Clone Wars and watching Rebels and all this. I'm ready for my payoffs, right. You know, I'm ready for that Ahsoka series. I want mm-hmm. some Thrawn and Ezra and all yeah. that, you know. So. Me too. So anyway. So, yeah. So we go through all of that. We get the nice little, you know, Ahsoka throws that line out. Oh, just, you know, just like your father. Luke says, oh, he Grogu doesn't have his, you know, he fears he doesn't have his his heart in it. You've taught him well. It's more like he's remembering that I'm actually teaching him anything. Sometimes the student guides the master. The Mandalorian was here. As I told you, two share a strong bond. And you brought him a gift. Sometimes I wonder if his heart is in it. So much like your father. What should I do about him? Trust your instincts. see you again perhaps may the force be with you which you know that pretty much told me right there that okay this is probably you know he's probably not going to stay with uh with the jedi uh, you know mando season three is (laughs) disney's not going to they're not going to lose their cash cow um not yet anyways but yeah so we get that and then um really i mean it's just a big payoff that on that planet at least that uh he he makes him choose you know din din Djarin has shown up he's brought his his little chainmail shirt with him to mm-hmm. give to him and kind of sad there for a second because when when he tells he tells Ahsoka he says oh you know I've come all this way he's right there I can see him and and she says no don't you know don't bother him or don't interfere it could deter the, his training or whatever but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was really excited about it. Then we get back to uh, Tatooine and uh, but Dennis... did, well, did you have any compulsion of like that you earned Yoda's saber? Like that's Yo Yoda is a Jedi, a legendary Jedi master. Just because you're the same going to use that little like, thing. I literally <laughs> just met you, and you're yeah. kind of a turd. And like, I'm going to trust you with this like iconic piece of weaponry. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but... yeah. I guess it would be pretty tiny. To... Headline: yeah. Jordan hates Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> He's notoriously difficult. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, and, and it was a little strange that the way it unfolded there at the end because him forcing him to make a choice, forcing Grogu. To it was make a so choice. sad that poor baby had to choose. Yeah, and you and know, I was struck in that moment of like, wow, what do I want to see? And like, my brain can say, well, for the show to continue, he has to pick the shirt and go. You know, right? Like, you know, mental or uh, you know intellectually i i knew what was probably going to happen but it's like what would i want for this you know you know should he follow luke and unlock his potential or would he have a better life you know going to to his papa and if and if he doesn't choose the jedi is this the last time we see luke skywalker right. you know <laughs> but you know we i joked about it with you guys uh, on the messenger about you know only sith dealing absolute uh, choices and uh and that's kind of what he was doing there you know him or me yeah again uh, something not not very jedi like but yeah, right. i can see where it could be a he was manipulated or you know nudging him in the one direction so anyways then goes back to tatooine and um he has to uh tells uh boba fett that you know the, the people of freetown are gonna fight with him or whatever but uh so no more exciting people than the people of freetown right <laughs> right so i always i've always said that <laughs> you know i i honestly i didn't expect to see uh cobb vanth again i did because there had been people talking about how he was on a late night talk show a few months ago and he had his cobb vanth hairdo uh... beard and whatever not and, I, and so I knew it was coming, and it, which is great. I want a Cobb Vanth show. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's way up my alley. And and then, so this was great. I hated the deputy, even though oh. you knew right. I mean, we've put in our time watching enough TV and movies <laughs> over the years. You knew what the purpose of this guy was. Squirrely deputy. Yeah, it's just like I hated that guy, but I was like, he he is not long for this world. So that was that was kind of the cold open of the beginning. Was was Timothy Oliphant as oh, Cobb Vance coming in? Amazing! Getting I that ice this. cream, getting that ice cream maker. Yeah, credits. Fistful of dollars, ice cream machine full of credits. When, when he, oh yeah, and the whole think about it. Think it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last guy you're smarter than the rest of them but, yeah. but telling him that that spice was worth more than his whole town or whatever and he's like well you know i guess i'll get rich or whatever and he takes off and then just i, I was telling this to jordan when i stopped the store my favorite moment of the whole episode is when he kicks that spice over and lets it blow away in the wind 
that is so badass that was i just loved loved that and especially like it would have been how been far smarter to do it while the guy was still there and mm. to like show hey don't come back because there's nothing here for you i've already dumped your spice yeah. but he's just like it was almost like i don't even need you to know it's to show that he's you know he's dumping it when he could get away with it Timothy Oliphant's just great. And, yeah, he's, he's and here I I'm very entertaining. Having seen what I've seen this season, man, I wish he just still had Boba Fett's armor. That's that would be way yep. better than Boba yeah, Fett. Needs... Does. Boba Fett doesn't deserve his own armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that... way too skinny for that armor, and Boba's a little too big for it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need so, to. I'll tell you what. I I texted Nick. After I watched this episode, he had not watched the first four episodes. And then I, when the fifth happened, I was like, you need to watch that. And he, and he did. He's like, he liked it. I was like, and then after watching this episode, I said, you need to watch this episode as soon as possible. Do not get spoiled. Right. And, and he, he, was, he was like, okay. And I, I said, it's, you will know, you'll, you will know when, why i'm saying this when it happens and he was <laughs> and he he watched it he's like we were talking about it a couple days ago he's like i knew the whole time he would be thinking oh what luke skywalker there big whoop <laughs> oh oh he's training with baby yoda yeah wow oh they're building the temple is this it dad is this what <laughs> you know i know that that's running through his mind the whole time what does dad think is so cool you know <laughs> and and he's like i did and he's like but then but then i he's like but then i knew when that duster off in the distance <laughs> flapped in the wind he knew right away it was yeah. because of cad bane and he was like I, he's like i just yelled holy shit <laughs> it's cad bane that's cad bane's music yeah uh, it was pretty great pretty oh, great that's that's my like you know that's my guy and so for one episode, I got to love it. Yeah. He shows up and they just look great. I was like, thought of all the possibilities. <laughs> really setting up my disappointment with the finale. <laughs> but it was just so like, that was, was the voice, was like the same voice actor? Was it close? Yeah, to I think it was, yeah. The same, it was the same guy, same voice, different actor, you know, portraying him there. But the, uh, face i was like neither one of these guys is gonna die and then i you know i was like okay step up fife deputy <laughs> fife you're this is your moment to take the brunt of this we got the big face off it's totally set up you know the whole point was to be like nobody is as fast as Cobb vanth okay they set that up at the beginning well so we can show just how great cad bane is and yeah even he's as even like faster. an old man, yeah. He's even faster. And so that was all great. Loved it. Loved it. He tells him Tatooine belongs to the syndicate. A syndicate. And then the syndicate blows up that bar. The sanctuary. And that, just to show that Tatooine belongs to that. So I think that's yeah. that's about where we ended, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of speculation of whether or not uh, Max Rebu 
made oh, it. Oh yeah, not, he's but... behind the whole thing. If you ask him, it's like whatever. What? What? <laughs> yeah, they could have had like a oh. post credit thing of him dragging his uh, piano out the back door. <laughs> we just need to a... know. <laughs> did he survive? We don't care about any of those Twi'leks. But did Max make it or not? <laughs> Oh, so like yeah, someday. like a lot of stuff in this series, like it just sort of happened fast and now it's over. Like, I mean, Jennifer Beals didn't really do very much, and yeah, I... okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we had... get to this final episode, and we're we're like, what is going to happen? You know, there's got to be this big face off, and that was it. It was all face off. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah this true. was so you know, so we've had two episodes where Boba's pet is barely in his own show. So now it's like, okay, now we got to get he's gotta really get gonna back, he's gonna back on track. Me. So, back this was a full hour finale. I figured it might even be a little longer, but uh, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez again. Who can retire from directing Star Wars stuff? Please, the worst shows of the season he did. Yep. He's not, he doesn't, he's not good at this anymore. Leave. Yeah. And he, you know, he, I agree. Um, he's really it's like the look, things, some things happen that on paper sound great. Amazing. Yeah. And then, but the execution, it's like, what? Why is this guy spinning around like an idiot? What's, what, what are you doing? <laughs> uh yeah as far as you know even all the all the people that have directed the mandalorian episodes um he's the only one that i've been like nope uh you're not you shouldn't be doing this i mean everybody uh, everybody else has been great he was in charge of the great slowest race so slowest mm-hmm. chase in ever seen yeah Ugh. puke anyway yeah, I don't want. We don't need to. What What do you want to say about this episode? There's a big well, I battle. Just, this one, like, it kind of before everything blows up, Cad Bane and Fett face off. Yeah. Which there has, I'm assuming there has to be some history in, in the animation and stuff. Yes, but there is definitely. Tell you know there there's hints of like you know he calls him an old man or you know he you know you used to be you know, real hardcore that kind of thing. So like, yeah, here's someone who knew Boba Fett before all this. Mm. But then he he tells him that the Pikes killed the Tuscans and framed the biker. And like I didn't quite get I guess maybe he was just trying to, you know, poke him and see what he'd do or whatever. But like he works for the syndicate, right? So he's like, Yeah. He's yeah. like, Yeah, by the way, the syndicate did all that stuff. So I, I yeah, I didn't I mean Boba Fett needed that information, but I didn't get why Cad Bane was um, just Cad's, him. Cad's his own guy. He does he's not scared of the syndicate, so he can say whatever he wants. But you know that that character is a he's he's not scared of anybody. No, and and, and yeah, through the Clone Wars, the animation there there is a history, a long quite a long history between Boba Fett and Cad Bane. Um, there's a history with the Bad Batch between Fennec and Cad Bane. We know you know that mm. they know each other. Um, so that was kind of interesting, and then. So then that's my thought of like, there's so much history 
did you waste him and just having him in yes. a few minutes of two episodes? <laughs> yes. And then, I mean, I get the whole point is they've faced off, but now, you know, Boba has, first off, it's like adopted this new town or whatever, this new yeah. home. He's rebirthed here. This is his home now. And I'm taking you out in a new way with a new weapon I've learned, you know, learned how to use that you don't, you're not expecting from me. And Sally takes him out. But the biggest thing I think I had talked to Jordan before about is I really think that they thought they could do no wrong with Boba Fett. That Boba Fett was so loved and this is true. Mm -hmm. So cool and loved that they, couldn't screw him up people are gonna any fans of boba fett are gonna love anything boba fett does and like they found a way to make him not cool you know <laughs> to make him <laughs> old and fat and not fun you know try uh too focused on being a goody guy what's the, what's the galaxy's version of hold my beer yeah <laughs> hold my blue milk <laughs> exactly <laughs> hold my milk and then he and they just messed him up to not be the guy that we fell in love with and and then they thought we could, anything he does is going to be cool he can kill cad bane and people will love boba fett it's like no cad bane is way cooler than boba fett now <laughs> and i hate that you just squished him with like a bug by boba fett he didn't deserve that I hated it. I was just like, I, Fett, it, I mean, they just think that that they thought that moment was going to go over way better than it. no, nobody thinks that that was cool. I don't, I never had the fascination with the character that other star Wars fans did. I never had felt the attachment to the character that other fans had for 40 years. I think a little bit of it. Well, I don't know. I won't say that because there's a lot of younger people that like him, but I know it has to do with how old you are. You're a mm -hmm. re you're a return. You you were the age for return. Yeah. And I was, you know. You know yeah, you were the I was the you know, Star Wars and Empire. Right. So but I don't know. But I mean I don't know. I mean, I always thought he was a cool character, but he just wasn't in the movie that much. He he had a couple lines. And, That's just and I it, guess though. That's what ticks me off. Is you're right. There's just the reason he's so loved is because mystique. it's he the was, mystery. Yeah, it's the mystique. Yeah. He he. There's nothing. There's nothing bad, and so they get this when you chance. see him lumbering around in his long underwear. There's no mystique right. left. Exactly. Exactly. It's like what. They, they had this yeah. chance to finally show, you know, they're like, we're going to show what he is. And they screwed it up. They didn't, mm -hmm. they did not do what anybody wanted. It's like, oh, you guys freaking had your chance and blew it. I went into asylum this week I was, or, you know, I was talking to him, but I, I was like, I ordered, it's like war of the bounty hunters is mm -hmm. omnibus was announced. I was like, I was like, I need good Boba Fett again i need to do a boba fett cleanse here and order that uh, yeah. i need any good stuff 
but i guess this is not there were there were there were parts in the show that i really you know that varied more on that mis- mysterious badass bounty hunter character yeah you would see little i think it was more aggravating because we saw little snippets of that him flying slave one yeah. down and blasting all those bu- bikers that's right. boba fett but even like him and him and the mandalorian on their jetpacks coming out firing you know on on this on the syndicate was like that's Awesome. That's cool, except by now I know who's in there. It's yeah. fat <laughs> Boba Fett that is like not cool anymore. But loves animals though. Save the cat. Yeah. Gotta gotta we we did this stupid thing where we thought we're gonna not, well, not only is he cool with Mystique, he's also loves animals. <laughs> it's like shut I up. Just, I feel like the broad strokes worked, and so, whoever like outlined this were like yeah, he'll be, you know, he'll he'll almost die, and then he'll meet these Tuscans, and then he'll yeah change his ways, but he's still cool. Like the broad strokes all work, but yeah. just, like the macro works with the micro stuff. Yeah. The individual scenes and just weren't compelling. And well, I saw I... some people asking, like, again, we've said, what does he want to be the the boss of this nowhere town? That, that if that ever made sense, but like, why is he a crime boss? Who doesn't want to ever do crimes? Like some, I saw someone say, like, why didn't he just become mayor? You know, he get yeah. the corrupt mayor out of there. It's like I'm going to take care of these people. Did you guys catch the mayor's name? Yeah, Mayor McCheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's his freaking name. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like also... okay, Boba Fett. You know that that shot of him on the throne in Java's palace. That's like that sets you off into that sets your brain like here's what this is gonna be and the show never live up to that image. It's like he was never a crime boss. He was never he he just was nothing ever nothing happened that they tried to set up. It feels like. I think what ruined Boba Fett was Jango Fett I've and always... the Mandalorian. Ja- the Jango Fett and the man and the Mandalorian are both cooler. I don't think Jango Fett's cool though. Oh, I never I, did. Double pistols. Yeah, I never. Heck yeah, he's cool. He's cool, man. I never thought he. I never like when he showed up and and you found out that's whatever you know that's what Boba I Fett like looks that. like. Yeah. I never liked any of that. Wow, you hate Star Wars. <laughs> I hate the prequels. <laughs> that's one of the best parts of the prequels is. Django Fett, man, everybody loved that uh, character. Went on play play the Star Wars bounty hunter was awesome. I loved that game. It's like I always loved Boba Fett more because the Mystique, but I love that story. Like the that's what the Stormtroopers are based on is him, and that's uh, all just perfectly folds together. But see, it's funny because if you ever ask me what what's the good parts about the prequel, I have no idea what I would say. I would say that. I would say I, that's what I liked is that they came up with the clones are cloned on the coolest guy. It's taken yeah, me. That's already like cashing in on who is the coolest guy. What's well, Boba Fett? Okay, well, we better tie that in. Like, you got to give him more, more central to the story. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they already cashed in a lot of his cachet for the worked. prequels. The right now way. It's like, we got to keep ringing that out and see yeah. what, what's left yeah. of it. Anyway, there was a big fight. There was a rancor. There was some big 
destroyer droids. And that, that was all fine. I liked the action. Yeah, that was, that yeah was good. I did too. King Kong Rancor. Yeah. Chekhov's Rancor. We got Rancor from... Smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I Grogu, really... Grogu pulls up, guys, learner's permit for the X Wing, pulls in. Yep. Wearing his <laughs> chain mail. Wearing the shirt. He pulls yep. the shirt down. It's like, so, yeah, it was. Everything was set up to be a payoff and great fun. And like again, all the little pieces I liked, but yeah, I just sort of ah, okay. You you kind of saw where it was all coming. And and they showed every single previously on, they mm-hmm. showed them that scene of like, now you're gonna stay neutral, right? Sure we will. It's like, well, why do you keep showing that? Why right. why is that important? Oh, because you're gonna our my sudden but inevitable betrayal is going to right. happen. Yeah. Nothing was more disappointing in the whole episode than who's going to show up and save the day? Oh, we can't wait. Who's going to show up? Free Here time, they come. Free Here they come. The free people or whatever. It's like, yeah. who freaking cares? We're like expecting any character, anything other than a bunch of nobodies. It's like, ugh. Well, it could have been okay if it was a bunch of nobodies, if it would have been a bunch of. Yeah, it's it very small. A it's a people. carload of them. Yeah, it's like it's here comes load. Biff and three Pull other up guys. in the van. Yeah, it's like, right. whatever. But yeah, again, it didn't so seem bad. like the syndicate didn't even seem like a huge threat. They just mm-hmm. it was only you know two carloads of them. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah. So Horatio Sands and a carload of schmucks <laughs> pull up, and I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? This is this is it. This is the big. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, there was some disappointment there, but you know, I thought the I thought the rancor stuff. I knew he, I knew what he was doing. I knew it was going to be awesome, and I was just like, "Yeah, that was great." But these stupid people, at some point, they just they even like stop firing their guns. They're just hiding behind a wall. That's all they're well, doing. Those dro- that's those were like the deadliest droids I've ever seen in a Star Wars thing of like they, they a rancor it took a rancor, a dark saber, the force, mm-hmm. a whole carload of those people like you know it took a whole lot of firepower to bring them down barely. And yeah. it was funny, like they were so slow moving. <laughs> and every time they'd cut back and they're like running it's like oh it's right behind us. The, again, the pacing was a little odd on that, but great directing, Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all that happens, and uh... but yeah, that whole time. I, at some point, I wrote in my notes, I, "Where's Finnick? She has disappeared for this whole last fight." So she got a cool kind of payoff at the end, but it's like again, I don't understand why she had to do that right then when her firepower could have been appreciated. But I'm just nitpicking. Yeah. Yeah, I I know it it wasn't the best thing in the world, but I was like, eh, it's it's it was good enough. It was you know about on pace with the series. So there was as a whole, the series as a whole, I thought that it had some really high points, and it just a lot of it was just kind of like, eh, okay, we're going through the motions here. I did like the stinger there at the end. We get to know Cobb Vanth is gonna get some oh. sort of mod and come back thundercat's oh, gonna hook him up vant refrigeration <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, how long have you been holding on to that one i feel somebody else has said that i didn't come up with that i'm sure I said 
Cobb Vance, Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> and that makes me think they came up with that. That's why they named it that. Yeah. Cobb Vance. <laughs> so my favorite part of this episode, I told you guys earlier, was when uh, when she when they hit the rickshaw and mandos on the rickshaw with baby yoda and and uh what's her name i can never remember it starts with p amy i see pepitas it's not pepitas well it's not pepitas but the character something like that yeah so when they flip over and she gets up and she spits out that tooth (laughs) and picks up her her it's like a jawa gun that she's using (laughs) and starts firing i was just like i love her yeah she's good she's awesome and that scene got us the very gifable hug between you know Grogu yeah. jumps up and hugs Mando. It's like hey, that's that's what the people want to see. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so and yet I'm still excited for more stuff. Give me some. I can't play. You know what's going to be funny? I hope. Uh, first off, they they announced you know Kenobi's coming out here in yeah, May fifth, and it's. But the po- did the poster have to be more sand? Did we have to be like, oh boy, Tatooine? <laughs> we never see enough Tatooine. Yeah. But I'm hoping, I'm really holding out hope that this that series is like everywhere but Tatooine. Yeah, like I don't horror. expect him to hang out there like we thought he was the whole time watching Luke. I think he's off gallivanting around the galaxy. I, so. I certainly hope so too, just because you know. I've had my Philip Tuscan Raiders and, and had, totally. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, do something else. There's a whole galaxy out there. Right. I, I mean, really it's getting old. Yeah. I feel like I honestly, it feels like extremely lazy what they've done with staying on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm about fed up with it. So yeah, I've, I've certainly there. I've had my share of it. Um, as far as they've Kenobi got this goes, freaking screen, they showed us all that technology. They can just be anywhere, do anything, <laughs> and, and they won't. That's well, couldn't we show us. We know that uh, Anakin is going to be featured in the Kenobi series in yeah. flashbacks. So I have to assume they will be a lot of they will be off on different planets um throughout the series at least in flashback form um kind of giving us you know more of their adventures from back in the day maybe we'll see some stuff we saw in the animated clone wars that yeah we'll get There's a whole action. moon full of ewoks out there you're wasting oh, come on get man. to there's Kashikis. We got a whole planet of Kashikis. Yes, we we need more Wookies than just one one uh, gladiator Wookie. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We got the Ahsoka series coming. Kenobi's coming. We uh, Mando season three is uh, coming also. So, I mean, it's far from over. So we're, we may be closing the book of Boba Fett, but there's plenty more story to tell. I get I it was still an hour of Star Wars stuff every week and it, like I there oh, wasn't yeah. an episode that I oh, we're disliked being, or we're being you know, picky. Yeah, yeah, so there's so I just feel the Mandalorian was raised the bar so high that this this 
couldn't help but feel like a, a, a letdown at, at some point. But I, I, yeah, I feel like we can rebound and have even better stuff to come. That's my hope. That's right. So. All right, that's it. We did it. All right, that is it for now. And a galaxy. How do the, how do the movies always end? Oh, like wow. directed Mark. by George Lucas. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> wow. dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's music that we don't own the rights to. Okay, goodbye, everybody. My name is Jordan. Cliff <laughs> Barnes. Seth, goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.